Welcome to Girl Meets 30, a podcast exploring the unexpected journey to becoming a 30-something. Hi, I'm your host, Tara, here to share experiences from my 20s that have changed my life, while also interviewing others about their journeys. Through these conversations, I hope to inspire you to choose your best life and to prove you're not alone if you're feeling like life has taken you somewhere totally different than where you expected. In this space, we define our own success. Hey, what's up, you guys? Happy Monday. Before I get into this, I just want to address the obvious. I did skip putting this episode out last week, and that's for a few different reasons. Firstly, just being that I had an insanely busy week, it happens. Things were very chaotic, and I was preparing to leave for a month-long vacation, as I've mentioned before. Truthfully, I just didn't have the time to get everything done, and I made the mistake of overcommitting, which is a typical Tara move. But secondly, I'm also trying to just avoid feeling burnout. I could see the way that the last two weeks were heading, and I was getting really stressed out, and I just decided that I needed to take a step back for my own like mental health and for my productivity in the long term. I knew it wouldn't have been good for me to just like push through. Thirdly, this podcast is meant to be a fun hobby for me, and I'll be honest and just say that I definitely underestimated how much time I'd be putting into this from the very beginning. And it has definitely turned out to be very time consuming, which is totally okay if I have the time, but most weeks I don't, or at least that's not where I should be prioritizing my time. So I'm fine with doing this for fun, but if it's going to take away from the things that I need to be doing, then I, I have to start to look at this you know, appropriately and try to balance my life accordingly. And not every week is as stressful as the last two weeks. I just had a lot going on and you know, other things that just needed to be prioritized over this podcast. But also, in the last week or so, I realized how much pressure I have been putting on myself to make sure that I get everything out every single Monday. And, you know, having the sound problems on top of it, as you may have seen if you were watching my Instagram stories last week, it just didn't help. And I knew that I was going to find it even more challenging to get this up on time. And so through all of this, I just realized that I need to make sure that I'm setting the appropriate boundaries for myself and in doing this, like I said, as a hobby, I still want it to remain fun for me and not to just seem like another job that I have to do because that's going to take away all of the fun. I don't want to do that. That's the same thing that happened to me like seven or eight years ago when I used to blog. So I don't really want to relive that. (laughs) I'm still new to this, so I'm still working on figuring out, you know, the right balance for me and how I'm going to be able to incorporate this into my life regularly. So maybe that means that I change the frequency at which I post, or maybe I adjust the length of the podcast. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but I'm gonna work on something and see what what I can come up with. So I'll be sure to keep you guys posted along the way. And then lastly, as I mentioned, I am doing some traveling. So at the time that you're listening to this, I'll have already been gone for at least a few days. So in an effort to make sure I take some time to myself to relax, to enjoy my vacation, like we all should when we're on vacation, I'm not going to commit to getting these out weekly for the next five weeks or so. And, you know, hopefully at that point I'll have some clarity on what I want my schedule to look like or my episode structure and and time-wise. So just make sure that you're following my podcast or my Instagram so that you know when I've uploaded a new episode and so that you don't miss anything. 
All right, that's all. course it's monday so it is time for our monday moment of gratitude so this week i am actually going to highlight another florida travel piece of gratitude primarily because like i said everyone's going there right now but i'm going there in a couple weeks and i don't know it's just where my mind is right now and so um, mike had mentioned that he is very grateful for being able to visit the wizarding world of harry potter for the first time and that's actually exactly what i'm going to be doing in just a few weeks so at the end of march I will be going to Disney and to Universal, and I'm excited because I haven't been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I haven't actually been into, like, the Universal Parks since I was a kid. So I've, like, popped on over and gone to restaurants and stuff, but I haven't been in the parks. So I am excited to do that. It'll be really nice. And so, yeah, I can kind of share in that same gratitude. Although not yet, because I haven't gone yet. But I hope you had fun, Mike. (laughs) For me, because of the fact that I'm leaving for a month, I'm excited that I was able to spend some time with my nephews and my nieces, and honestly, actually, my whole family, if I think about it. It's been pretty decent, like, quality family time, which doesn't always happen with our family. So I think the last, like, week or two have been actually pretty good in that area. And I've also been able to make some time recently to catch up with people I haven't seen in a while, whether that's like old friends or old family friends or old friends' families. (laughs) Overall, that's been really nice. So I'm happy about that. But also, specifically, because I will be gone, it's been nice to spend some extra time with my nephews and my nieces, like I said at the beginning, because, I mean, for one major reason, my youngest niece is nine months old. And so if you've spent any time around babies, you know how like rapidly they change. They just grow and they learn so quickly and it's absolutely fascinating to see. And so being gone for a month, I am like, oh my gosh, who knows what she'll be doing when I come back? Like, oh my goodness. So I just feel like something just seemed to change overnight and all of a sudden like, wow, baby can do this. Oh my goodness. And also just, like, the amount of personality that they, like, start to develop at such a young age. Like, I was watching her yesterday, and not that this part is particularly thrilling, but it is entertaining to see that personality, like, developing and just the facial expressions and and everything that she makes. And I was feeding her some baby food, and I was talking to her her mom about it, my sister-in-law, and we were talking about how, like, maybe she's just kind of fed up with it. You know, like, the baby stuff. And she's starting to get to the point where she can, like, feed herself with her fingers. And so maybe she's just not as interested in the mushy, spoon-fed, bottle lifestyle. I mean, anymore, at least. And so she's gotten, like, a real attitude about it. Like, she's normally the chillest, most easygoing baby I've ever been around. And she is, like, so sassy right now like she won't let you feed her if you try to give her baby food she like makes the most disgusted faces like get that away from me I don't want it and she'll start to like push your hand away and even if you try to like do like little cute things she just like purses her lips and like won't let you get the spoon in her mouth and like a few weeks ago like the weekend of the Super Bowl basically she had like started kind of acting out when it came to her food so if you would feed her she would start like 
blowing to like shoot baby food all over like no (laughs) this is not what we're doing (sighs) but it has definitely been entertaining to watch and then even like yesterday when I had her in her high chair still and I had just finished feeding her what she would eat what she was willing to eat and her sister wanted me to like come see something in the living room so I went and I looked and then when I peeked around the corner and looked back at my baby niece she like stared at me and had the most evil look on her face and I've never seen her make such evil faces before but I don't know what she was mad about maybe because like I left her in the high chair I don't know but she was mad I've never seen her so mad and it was so cute So anyway, I think just like overall, obviously she is developing in so many different ways. And like I said, she's generally like the happiest, most easygoing baby ever. But it's clear that like her personality is becoming way more, I guess, well-rounded in a way. Like she is tapping into a lot more emotions than just like being happy. (laughs) And even when I tried to like put her down into her walker, she kept like kicking her legs up so that her butt would go in first. And I'm like, no, that's not how you do this. Like, you're in a walker. Your feet have to go first. Like, what are you doing, baby? And she just kept doing it. Every time I would put her back, she would, like, lift her legs up. And I'm like, girl, you got to stop. This is not working. <laughs> so apparently she, like, didn't want to go in there. So then I had to just hold her for a little while or set her on the floor. And then she's, like, rolling all over the house. And she's trying to get in drawers. And then she gets mad if you don't let her get in a drawer so it's a lot of fun I feel like she's already acting like a toddler and she's she's not not one yet she's still a baby anyway it was very very entertaining and so yeah I'm just like wow like how different are things gonna be in a month because she's just changing so much all the time and and she's just a blast so I love witnessing it anyway so that's all for me for the gratitude segment this week I know I said I was going to put up a gratitude post on my Instagram so that it wasn't just on my story and then like gone in 24 hours. And if you follow my Instagram, you may have noticed that I didn't do that until right before this pod is being posted. So I apologize for that, but it's up now. It's there. So yeah, hopefully that gives you a little bit of flexibility. If you do want to participate in the gratitude portion, go ahead and head on over to my Instagram and share with us what's something that you are happy about this week. What is something that has brought you joy? Can't wait to hear it. All right, so if you couldn't tell by the title of today's episode, it's all about habits. I also asked some questions about this on my Instagram, so I'll be sure to include some of those things in here as well. But I'm going to be focusing on habits that maybe we've developed throughout our life and we're able to break in our 20s and that we're pretty proud of. Habits that maybe we're still trying to break or potentially even habits that we were really good at and then like maybe lost track of during the pandemic because I mean who didn't fall off track a little bit there also in planning this I definitely got distracted by things that were just kind of like lessons that I learned so I am going to try and really rein it back in to just being habits that either can be built or broken (laughs) some of these things may be totally relevant to you and some of these things may not be so also just like you know take that into consideration as we talk about these things just because I mention a habit that I've broken or that maybe somebody else has broken in their 20s and maybe that's not something that you have or maybe it's not something that you've prioritized 
then that's okay. Like, we all have our own priorities. And so, you know, if you hear something that does inspire you, then fantastic. But if there's something that you're like, oh, that's just not for me, then, like, that's totally fine. That's not for you. So just to bring it back to that whole, like, we're not here to compare ourselves to other people. We're just all here trying to give our own input and share our stories. And if that opens you up to new ideas or inspires you to do something that maybe you've been working on for a little while, then fantastic. But also, you know, you have the freedom to pick and choose what works for you, what fits for you, and and what aligns with what you want out of life. So just, like I said, definitely keep that in mind as I go through all of these things. We're not here to compare ourselves to other people or make ourselves feel bad about where we're at with certain habits we've developed or not developed. And I'm also going to have to keep that in mind as I go through this and I talk about the habits that I'm still working on building, the things that I thought I'd accomplish in my 20s and I didn't, or the things that I am, you know, looking forward to building in my 30s. They might be things that other people have accomplished in their 20s and that's totally okay. Like I said, everyone's different. So let's just get into it. So firstly, we'd be talking about habits broken in our 20s. For me personally, breaking my bad relationship with sleep. Like that was, I had a horrible sleep routine, terrible sleep habits, and I'm so glad that I broke those. I think I really started to break those at 19, and then by 21, I had like really kicked this one in the butt, and I'm so glad that I did, but that actually was then able to evolve throughout the rest of the decade. So once I had a healthier relationship with sleep in the first place, i.e. not watching four hours of TV just so I could fall asleep, but actually being able to sleep when I go to bed, I then had to learn how to prioritize sleep. And that's not something that even hit me until I was like 25 or 26. During that time period is when I really started to understand the importance of sleep. And I would really like to do a deep dive into this at one point. So definitely let me know if you're also interested in discussing sleep. But yeah, so breaking that habit of not prioritizing it enough. And then also, like I said, at the beginning of my 20s, just breaking the habit of like how I fell asleep, like having a healthier relationship with going to bed. Okay, the next one is one that was actually a really common response in my Instagram stories, and it's totally relevant for me as well, is regularly drinking alcohol and even binge drinking when you do drink. I think this is something that a lot of us can relate to, and it is a very common behavior for 20-somethings. It seems like as people get, like, later on in their 20s, depending on their profession, honestly, I feel, well, personally, in my experience, I feel like your work environment can definitely impact your drinking habits after hours, so that's just... Also something to be mindful of, like, are you making this decision for you? Are you making it because of the environment that you're in? But yeah, just drinking regularly in in general and then doing so to levels that are not the healthiest. (laughs) And I think also part of that is because, like, as we get older, we just don't recover from our hangovers as well. And so it becomes less and less appealing to feel like that the next day. And also you can be, in my personal opinion, you can be pretty carefree in like your early 20s. You don't have a whole lot of like major life decisions being, well, you kind of do, you have some, but I feel like it's different once you're like out of school officially and you're like in the real world. And then you have to start wondering like all these painful questions about what am I doing with my life? Do I want a house? Do I have a house? Do I decide to buy a place, rent a place? Do I get a different job? Am I getting paid enough for my work? Where should I be at in my life right now? 
should I have kids? Should I be married, single, divorced? Like, where am I supposed to be at this point in my life? And I think that we can start to really stress about some of those things. And so for me personally, when I drink, I'm usually fine while it's happening. But then once I go into like hangover mode and I'm recovering, it's like every part of me is so anxious and I start to worry about every life decision I've ever made. And that's just silly. And I start worrying about everyone else. I start worrying about like my family. I start worrying about viruses and unpredictable things and I start just like expecting the worst to happen to like everybody and it freaks me out I do not like how nervous and anxious I get when I'm recovering from a night of drinking too much I'm not saying that anybody should like quit drinking I mean obviously there are definitely circumstances in which people should but I don't think having it on occasion is a problem, but I think it's important for you to kind of look inward and like ask yourself, how is it affecting you? And does it change based on the type of alcohol that you drink, who you are drinking with, how much you're having? So just kind of start looking at things that way so that you can listen to your body and listen to your mind and do what actually feels best for you. I think that's one of the cool things about being 30 is that we can kind of like look at things like that we can adult a little bit more right you can still have fun but you can also like very responsibly look at things too (laughs) and just like put yourself first you know but in relation to drinking regularly me personally I've never been a smoker I like grew up in a family of smokers and I had so many problems with it and like if I was around people who would smoke I would have big problems like I (laughs) I would honestly I think that was like one of the one of the main things that I would like have judged people for at that point in my life I don't feel like I was a very judgmental person in general I feel like I'm like very open and loving and I like all people unless you're mean if you're a mean person I don't like you I'm sorry bottom line (laughs) but like for anybody who is just like willing to be like a kind person I'm like oh yeah I like you however I definitely had issues with smoking like smoking to me was one like I think I got tattoos in my 20s And my family, I think especially my dad, for a long time had, like, these views about people who got tattoos. And I feel like when I first got tattoos, I think that most of my family was kind of, like, shocked by it. Especially because I got five within my first year. I was like, okay, Tara, take it easy. (laughs) You don't need to get a million tattoos at once. But I think because of that, you know, maybe my family was a bit put off and I guess that's the only way that I can kind of relate how I probably used to feel about smoking like it would put me off to people if I knew that they were smokers but that all changed when I went to France so I went to France to study abroad just a few days before my 21st birthday so I you know I got there and everyone was like yeah let's party and I was like I'm waiting till my 21st birthday I have to make it special somehow because I wasn't a drinker before that So when I turned 21 in France and started drinking, I drank with everybody there pretty regularly, pretty socially. And I don't know if you know this about French people, though I think most people know this. There's a lot of smokers there. It's very common. And just in general, you go places like the bar scene is also a smoking scene, I think. Although I guess it's hard to say in America now because of the fact that like we are so strict with where you can smoke and like how far from a building and all of that but in France they don't really have the same regulations and so you would be somewhere and like there's just 
smoke. You're drinking and there's smoke. And so for me, as somebody at the time who had like real issues with smoke, it definitely took a bit of an adjustment for me to get used to. And then after I left France and then I was drinking because I was now 21 in America and I could legally drink, I would go places and I would miss that smell of smoke. Only when I had been drinking though. So sober me was still like, ugh, that's disgusting. I hate it. (laughs) And then if I went out with friends, I always was like trying to bum cigarettes off of people. And it's just ridiculous. Like, I don't, I don't know. But it was a decision that only drunk me was interested in. And so I think that's actually how I ended up breaking that habit was because I think it was my second year in China and I was drinking and I was with someone and they were smoking and we started having a conversation of like smoking while drinking. And I was talking about how that's like all that I do. Like I don't smoke when I'm not drinking. And they offered me a cigarette and I decided in that moment that I didn't want to smoke while drinking anymore. I don't know what came over me, but something did. And I decided like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to feel guilty for like bumming cigarettes off of people. I don't want to wake up tomorrow and have my lungs hurt because I don't like smoking actually. And it's not fun for me and I think that maybe just enough time had passed that that connection between like drinking and smoking and France had kind of had weakened enough that I was able to separate that association and I think that making that decision while drinking is the only reason that worked mostly I just didn't like the way that like I felt the next day or like the feeling in my lungs and so sober me was always like Tara why did you do that but then I'd go out drinking and the same thing would happen again so I think the fact that I made the decision to start while I was drinking, that I also had to make the decision to stop while drinking. I don't know if there's any kind of psychology behind that, but that, like, (laughs) sober Tara couldn't make that decision for me. (laughs) But anyway, through all of that, I definitely let go of my judgments that I was, like, putting on people about that specifically. But I also think that in general, that was a time period in my life that I let go of a lot of judgments, but we can get into that more in a future episode. I think other habits that I broke during that time period would be, like, carelessly eating junk food. Like, I'm much more aware and definitely much more intentional now when I'm putting food into my body, which is excellent. But it doesn't stop me from still, like, giving into old cravings or, you know, just continuing old habits. But I do have a different mindset around it now. So before I was very careless and I was like, oh, I'm 20, I'm relatively healthy, I'm, I'm fine, I can eat what I want. And now I, I definitely think about things more in like the long term, like what is this actually doing to my body? When I put this food in my mouth, what does that look like on the inside? What is taking place as a result? I would say I also broke the habit of not giving myself enough time to relax. I am not perfect at this, and I guess it's some, maybe I should classify this as one of the habits that I'm still trying to break. No, I think I've gotten pretty good at at least like forcing myself to have a little bit of downtime or forcing myself to at least look at things as downtime and then like shut my mind off or at least like allow myself to be present in the current moment. I had to do that today because I was like getting into the hot tub to try and just relax. And I brought my phone with me so I could edit a podcast script. And I did that for like five minutes. And I was like, no, what are you doing? Put your phone down. Just relax. Like you got in here to relax. So yes, it's something I'm still working on, but I catch myself a lot quicker now than like I ever would have. I I mean, in the past, I just would have spent the whole time in there trying to think of something else. So yeah, I would say the habit of like not being present, I've gotten a lot better at breaking. I'd also say the habit of only having like one or two types of workouts that I would do. Like I was very much 
stuck in like one or two types of fitness. And I think for me personally, I at this point in my life really value having a variety and just like diversifying those workouts and making sure that I'm helping my body in all kinds of different ways rather than just like one particular way. And another habit that I think a lot of us have probably tried to work on in our 20s and we're all probably at very different places in that journey, but it would be just how we spend our money. If we're spending to make ourselves feel good as some sort of like retail therapy, if we like to buy materialistic items versus experiences. I mean, I'm much more on like the experiences side, but that's not necessarily better because I justify it then. Like in my head, I'm like, no, I'm not buying things. I'm buying experiences. It's totally worth it. And while I do generally agree with that statement, it does lead to me being a little bit more frivolous and a little bit more just like carefree. I'm like, huh, it's fine, whatever. And I'll like spend money on things that I really don't need to spend money on. Like it's not a wise choice, but I'm like, it's all part of the experience. Yay. (laughs) There has to be a little bit of budgeting involved in that. Even if I do feel like in general, I'm justifying my purchases because of what I'm spending my money on. So yeah, and and all of us are going to have totally different spending habits based on what we prioritize. So I think that's something you have to definitely look inward and just like think like, okay, let's assess. What am I doing? And should I be doing this? And here are some things that I personally have developed really well over time and then may have lost track of a bit during the pandemic. And so those are things that I'm wanting to rebuild and just, you know, work them into a new routine that I'm making for myself. But that would absolutely be meditating and honestly, probably journaling a bit too. I still do journal and meditate when I want to or when I feel like I need to. But it's much better used as a sort of like preventative practice, like doing these things ahead of time so that you're more prepared to handle what gets thrown at you rather than only doing it in the moment that you're seeking clarity. In addition to that would be my water consumption and making my bed every day. My whole life I've been really good about making my bed every day and drinking plenty of water. And for some reason, I have had a much harder time in the last probably year and a half. I feel like I was like really on top of things at the beginning of the pandemic I don't know why, but I was I was in good shape at that point. And then it just kind of dragged on. And over time, I lost some things. And that would be <laughs> meditating regularly, like I said, journaling, consuming enough water, keeping up with my sleep routine, to be honest, because that was something I was super proud of. So keeping up with my sleep routine. And like I said, making my bed. Those are the things I want to bring back into my life that I felt so proud of myself for developing and then kind of like... <laughs> So yeah, those things I've been very good at in my life, and I know that they can be very impactful, and yet somehow I've kind of lost my way, so I need to go back to doing those things. I've cut out a lot of the things that I was going to say in this because I, one, got a little bit carried away with stories, but then also, as I kind of mentioned at the beginning, I went into this with the intention of sharing habits, and then I ended up talking about just behaviors altogether, and as I was recording this podcast, I realized like that wasn't what I wanted. So I have kind of just like cut pieces from what I actually had planned to talk about. So 
I'm trying to keep it a little bit more simple. But of these things that I mentioned, which things really resonate with you and which ones seem like things that you either have successfully worked on or things that you are currently working on, or maybe they're things that you're like, oh yeah, that is probably something that I should personally, I feel called to do for myself in the future. Feel free to reach out to me directly, share with me on Instagram, whatever. I'm always excited to hear your guys' feedback. Thanks so much for tuning in this week, you guys. As we've discussed this week, all of the things that I've worked on in my 20s, things that I've maybe done but then lost track of, what I want to move on to next is the 30s, this decade that I'll be entering very soon. Oh my goodness. What are the things that I am currently working on that I hope will help me have a more successful decade of my life? And also maybe some new habits, things that I want to develop. So stay tuned for that. And I'll chat with you guys soon. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Girl Meets 30. If you're looking for more ways to engage in these discussions about growing ourselves through this chaotic, beautiful mess we call life, then come join the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Girl Meets 30. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please give it a five-star rating and a follow on your preferred listening platform. Thanks again for your support, and I'll catch you guys next week.